0: Curtis Lewa, Curtis Lewa, Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and read featuring Curtis Lewa. Oh, now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Reed.
1: I like to be in America. Okay, by me in America.
0: A in
2: America, uh, andale, andale, uh, do me a favor, Lou. Just keep it low, keep it low. Thank you. Before we get into this whole immigration, illegal alien, Michigash, at our American border with Mexico, and the meeting that um, Papa Chulo, who's your daddy, Joe Biden is having in Mexico City with the President of Mexico, who really, really is a narco terrorist because he allows them to flourish and frolic. And then of course uh, Twinkletoes Trudeau Jr., a product of nepotism. Uh, let's get straight to the uh, right to the fact here. Uh, once again, I listen to Bill O'Reilly with the start. he faked everybody out like it's going to be him for 15 minutes. And then he introduces now they call him their newsman Mike Slater. A newsman Mike Slater? Let me tell you something. We just had the news director, Noam Laidon. we what, about 20, 30 years of experience? And at the top of the hour, and then you have this low-budget J.V. Jimmy Olsen doing, I mean, you call that news? Yeah, yeah, what is that, Phil? What's the matter, Bill? You can't handle 15 minutes? Man, you're so busy. Get out of here. I'm gonna take out Mike Slater. And by the way, I passed you in the ratings. This is one of the reasons why, Bill, you're mailing it in. You're lazy. My man, Gnome Laden, news director, number one. We don't need no no fake, phony, fraudulent Mike Slater. And by the way, I wanna I wanna let you know. Gnome Laden has been working around the clock trying to extract information from City Hall. We'll talk about it uh, coming up. In which I was directed to a woman named Dawn, somewhere in the mass bureaucracy and maze of City Hall, with all the no-show jobs, the deadbeats, the slackers, and wells to sign up as an intern, so that I could eventually become the rat czar of New York City. Like, yeah, they're gonna tell me about rat czars. Okay, I'll be, uh, I'll become uh, an intern. Uh, I'll go fetch coffee for all the deputy mayors who do nothing all day but scratch their bellies. But I want you to know that Noam Laden is on the case and you've given him the rope-a-dope. They now, Macedonian Phil, they now have a desk assigned in the PR room at City Hall and they have one of their interns, that's right, an intern, listen to every program I do on WABC and come up with a transcript and then give it to Eric Adams, Swagger Man with No Plan. And all weekend long there. Pitching, moaning, and complaining because I'm on all weekend long. Oh, my God, we never get to go home. Oh, man. No Lane in the best. Mike Slater, I'm going to put you in the dump where you belong. But anyway, you prevent us from dealing with the news of the day. Now, I heard with uh, Brian... And then I heard with O'Reilly and Mike Slater, they regurgitated the same news about the border, right? The same news about the border. It's almost as if Brian Kildmead repeated everything that has been said on the Fox News channel. And then Bill O'Reilly repeated everything that Brian Kildmead said. And this uh, nor Mike Slater, repeated everything. It's almost like word for, guys, can't you be creative? Look at it from a completely different angle. The story of the day is that President Joe Biden, that's right, who has gone on record as saying, I'm your Papa Chulo, come across the border, who's your daddy, all during the debates against then-President Donald Trump, and then continue to do so once he was elected into office. And... uh In his visit to the border, we know that was a non-visit. They cleared out all the migrants. They sent them across the bridge to Juarez for two days, and they're starting to bring them back. Okay, that's understood. How many times can you repeat that? Because it's lazy radio, it's repetitive, it's a Xerox copy. Let me give you what's happening behind the scenes. That makes far more sense. Let's go to Mexico City, where you have the meeting meeting of the trifecta, the triumvirate, uh, the trinity, led by President Joe Biden. Then you have the Mexican president, who might as well be El Chapo, because, let's face it, the narco-terrorists control the military, the National Guard, the federalists. I don't need to show you a stinking badge, Humphrey Bogart. Remember that? Remember that great movie, Sierra Madre? He, the narco-terrorists control the country of Mexico, which has over a hundred million people, they control it. So they have a puppet president who represents the country officially. And then today you have Trudeau Junior, Twinkle toes Trudeau Junior, who was born on third base and basically slid into home because he was the son of the father, the former excuse me, the former president of Canada, uh, who was uh, a Trudeau Senior. Trudeau, Sr., who stood up to the Quebecois. If you remember years ago, the province of Quebec, we speak only French. We have only French signs. We only want to deal with French francs at the time, not Canadian dollars. We want to secede from Canada because our colors are blue and the colors of Canada are red and white. You remember that whole battle? And who sent the tanks into Quebec, Quebec City, who sent the tanks into Montreal? It was Trudeau Sr., who, when he was in New York, which was half the time, was always at Studio 54, and um, he was wife-swapping. His, uh, his, his wife, Mrs. Trudeau, was flipping and flopping around with Mick Jagger, while Bianca Jagger was in the sack with Prime Minister Trudeau Sr. Yeah, that's all true. That's all on the record. The son... Is twinkle-toes Trudeau Jr. So let's look at Canada as an asylum, a sanctuary for the illegal aliens. What does Canada do that the United States does not necessarily do to the same extent as Canada? Let's go to the tail of the tape. Canada right now has a population of only 40 million people. Its land mass is larger than the United States. It could handle far more population of immigrants coming in from all different parts. And when I give you the percentages of the immigrants coming into Canada, you're going to see there's almost nobody from Mexico, nobody from Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador, nobody from Panama, nobody from Bolivia, Colombia, nobody from Ecuador, nobody from South America, nobody from the Dominican Republic, Nobody from Cuba, nobody from any of the West Indian Islands, almost none. Lots of Haitians in Montreal, they drive all the cabs. But other than that, they don't really have immigrants from the Western Hemisphere. We'll get into that momentarily. So we know that Canada welcomes in and values multiculturalism. They, they have huge signs that say that. One-fifth of the population of 40 million were foreign born. For instance, if you go into the city of Toronto, I've told you many, many times over, there are more Italians in Toronto than there are in the five boroughs of the city of New York. They welcome refugees. They welcome asylum seekers. In fact, their asylum seekers have a broader range of options coming into Canada than they do into the United States. They want temporary workers. Only 30% of their population again and and again in various polls have indicated that they believe that their immigration is way too high. They want more. They want more. They want more. Now, this is where Canada gets its immigrants from. First, India. Second, China. Then the Philippines, Nigeria, Pakistan. Yes, the United States. It's not just those fleeing as they did during the Vietnam War to Vancouver, British Columbia, to avoid the draft. There are Americans, many of them, flooding into Canada. And in fact, Trudeau just signed into legislation a law that prevents you as a foreigner, if you remain a foreigner, from buying a home. So you have to choose your citizenship. You can't have dual citizenship and have a home any longer in Canada. So that means if you're from mainland China where you have to pay a lot of money to get in, just like from the United States, you have to give up your citizenship in Red China. Likewise, in the United States, if you want to buy a home now in Canada, you cannot have dual citizenship. You can rent uh, an apartment, but you can't buy a home because they claim there's not enough homes for Canadians who were born and raised there. The next country is Syria, and then the next country is Eritrea, South Korea, and Iran. If you notice in that list of countries where they have supplied immigrants into Canada, they desperately want them. They only have 40 million people. California has 40 million people. Now, after the floods, there may not be 40 million people. But imagine, all of Canada has the population of California. So what can we do? They give you an opportunity to come into Canada for economic rationale. We don't any longer. They allow you to regroup with your family. We do too. They are now, Canada is the world's top refugee resettler. So if you come and you claim that you're a victim of domestic violence, that you're leaving a, a war torn area where there's civil war, where because of your religion or your political beliefs, you are being discriminated against. Canada is now the number one world's top refugee resettler. So why, with all of this transpiring today, isn't the president cutting a deal with Twinkle Toes, Trudeau, and the president of Mexico? And saying, hey, look, we have NAFTA. NAFTA was agreed upon by Bill Clinton after he was opposed to it as governor of Arkansas. Then he campaigned and he said he's pro-NAFTA. NAFTA. Ross Perot almost won the presidency as the third-party candidate because he was opposed to NAFTA. And then once Bill Clinton was elected, you had that very famous debate. You remember it was Al Gore, the vice president, versus Ross Perot on Larry King Live on CNN. And Al Gore eviscerated Ross Perot. You almost didn't hear, hear of Ross Perot after that. And NAFTA was imposed. NAFTA involves trade. And what do we have going on now? We have human trafficking going on from Mexico into the United States. We have narcotics coming in from Mexico into the United States. Fentanyl coming into the United States. Some of it trickles up to Canada. But how about this? We have to say to Trudeau Jr., you claim that you value multiculturalism, that you welcome in immigrants One-fifth of your population of 40 million, only 40 million in Canada, come from the rest of the world, but almost nobody from Mexico. El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Panama, Colombia, Ecuador, Bolivia, uh, Dominican Republic, West Indian countries, Jamaica. You would think, oh, my God, not even Jamaica. No. Haiti? Yes. As I said, they're the cab drivers in Montreal. They're everywhere. But other than that, they really don't have a lot of immigrants from the Western Hemisphere. So it is incumbent upon Joe Biden to say, hey, Canada, unless you want us to launch a war against you. Remember Canadian Bacon? Wasn't that a great movie in which we launched war from Buffalo across the Friendship Bridge right into old Canada? I mean, it's conceivable. You go to Alberta, the province of Alberta, where we've cut off the pipeline, Joe Biden cut off the pipeline. It devastated that province, which is more American than it is Canadian. In fact, it's more Western. They have rodeos. They have roundups. Uh, they wear cowboy hats in Calgary. Edmonton, it's an oil location. Tell them, we'll say, we will seize Alberta. We will make it our 51st state. If you don't accept an increasing number of these illegal aliens pouring through America, in fact, you shut off the pipeline of the oil shale that was coming in to the United States that helped keep the price of gasoline down, home heating fuel oil, diesel fuel down. How about this? We open up the pipeline and you start accepting the illegal aliens because you only have a population in all of Canada of 40 million people equal to the population of California. Now, did you hear that on Brian Kill Me? No. Did you hear that from Bill O'Reilly? No. You heard a carbon copy, a Xerox copy of what has been said the last 48 hours ever since Joe Biden touched down and only spent three hours in El Paso in which he didn't see any illegal acts. You see, I not only told you what the rules and the laws in Canada are about immigration and that they want immigration, that they welcome multiculturalism, but I also told you they faked the world out as the number one world's top refugee resettler now, and they have almost nobody from Central America, South America, the West Indies, or the Caribbean. That's the difference. That's why you listen to Curtis Sliwa, because I keep you ahead of the curve, and the rest... They regurgitate the news that you've already heard again and again and again and again, and again, and
0: again. <laughs> Check this out. It's the Riffin' Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Talking about- this is the Riffin' Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa the leader of the club that's for you
2: and me. M-I-C, K-E-Y, M-O-U-S-E. Hey, they're high, they're home, they go as welcome as can be. M-I-C, K-E-Y, M-O-U-S-E. Come on. Come on, Macedonia, Phil. You grow up with this, right? Britney Spears, the musketeer, that funicella. Come on. Anyway, the reason I'm playing this is that once again in his year address which every governor gives after they've been elected in fact we'll be getting the one from kathy crime wave Hochul momentarily got the one from uh half in the bag murphy uh yesterday uh but in his um opening address after being sworn in desantis once again showed that he had the huevos the culions as he stood up to uh The Disney CEO, Bob Iger, again, I think this is the third time around for Iger coming back. It's almost like the CEO of Starbucks uh, shoots three times uh, is the charm, right? So Iger comes back, takes over the company, and he says to DeSantis, don't worry about it. We need our independent, autonomous status. We existed in the state of Florida from our birth. Walt Disney's arrangement was that we would operate very much like the Vatican operates in Rome, an independent and autonomous state with our own rules and regulations. And it's a wink and a nod between us and Tallahassee, where the state government of Florida is. Well, for the second time, DeSantis has said, I don't care that Bob Iger is back in the saddle. I'm telling you this, that we are going to control Disney World. You will not be independent and autonomous. If I have to use the right of domain, if I have to evict Mickey and Minnie Mouse, I got no problem shining my boots on their backside. I mean, he has declared war on Disney, and we will see if Bob Iger blinks. And isn't it interesting, because Bob Iger, uh, as the Disney stock has plunged even further down into Hell's Bells land, and that's where it belongs because they became so politically correct. They basically determined that we don't need any right wingers, we don't need any conservatives, we don't need any Republicans. Now stay the hell uh, away from Disney World. They're pretty much what um, Crime Wave Kathy Holcomb, Andrew Evilized Cuomo, uh, Eric Adams, Swagger Man with No Plan, have said over the years get the hell out of here. We don't need you here in New York City. We don't need you here in New York State. So they went down to Florida. And basically, Disney World told people of the same belief within their domain, their independent autonomous domain, similar to the arrangement the Vatican has with uh, Italy, that we really don't want it. We don't want your money. We don't want your values. We don't want your beliefs. Because we are like Canada, where we welcome... Immigration, we welcome multiculturalism, we welcome transgenderism, we welcome the 72 different terms that somebody can apply to themselves in terms of their gender or their sexual choices. Okay, you made your choice, Disney, and now your stock his plunged. And DeSantis continues to apply the pressure. Iger wants his workers back in the office. <laughs> You're never going to get them back in the office. You got bigger bigger problems there. And speaking of Disneyland, excuse me, Disney World, Disneyland is uh, in Orange County. Uh, Disney World, right next to it in Orange County is Orlando and Kissimmee. And apparently that's where uh, Bolsonaro, the Donald Trump of Brazil, had gone to before his uh, January 6th, which was really on January 8th just the other day in the nation's capital, Brasilia, in which they sacked the presidential mansion, they sacked the court system, they sacked the halls of Congress. They, they just ran buck wild. And Bolsonaro is saying, no mas, no mas, I had nothing to do with it. You see a picture of him. He's got the IV in his arm. He's in a hospital. He's got all kinds of medical problems. You know what this reminds me of, Lou? Because uh, this was during your time, not during Macedonia Phil's time. The Shah of Iran was riding high in the saddle in 1977 with the Empress there. Iran, the power, in charge of OPEC. They would turn the spigot on, they would turn the spigot off. And then all of a sudden they got ousted by the extreme Islamist fundamentalists who brought into power the Ayatollah Khomeini, and they've regretted it ever since. And if you remember, the Shah and the Empress fled. They had a meeting with Jimmy Carter. The Islamists said, you'll never get your hostages back. You get him the hell out of the United States, even though he needed cancer care, because he wanted to be treated either in New York or Boston, Washington, Florida, Chicago, or Los Angeles. And Jimmy Carter said, we can't keep you here. We got to send you down to Panama. Oh, man, that was another weakness of Jimmy Carter. Instead of standing and fighting for the Shah and saying he needs medical treatment. I mean, this is humanitarian. He says, hey, Shah, you got to leave. Go down to Panama. (laughs) Now what's going to happen with Bolsonaro? Lula, who has been brought back into office, elected, fair election. Uh, He's like a socialist. Uh, He was in prison for corruption, but they're all corrupt down there. It doesn't matter what party. I know I have guardian angels in Rio de Janeiro. It's one of the most corrupt countries in the world. But he's back being president, and he wants Bolsonaro extradited to face charges with his supporters for launching their own January 6th the other day in Brasilia, which was January 8th. And there's Bolsonaro. He's lying, you know, in the bed in the hospital saying, oh, uh, man, I'm really sick, I'm really sick. Now, wouldn't it be odd, Lou, if all of a sudden his friend, Donald Trump, offers him sanctuary at Mar-a-Lago, I mean, it's massive if you've ever been to Mar-a-Lago. I've just seen it from the outside, but people tell me in the inside, there's so many rooms, there's so many places, you could get lost in Mar-a-Lago. Wouldn't it be ironic if Donald Trump, citizen of Mar-a-Lago, Palm Beach County, the state of Florida, tells uh, Bolsonaro, when you finish your medical care, you can have sanctuary right here in Mar-a-Lago? And then what would happen if, in fact, Joe Biden... Would honour an extradition order. We do have an extradition treaty with uh, Brazil. An order that Bolsonaro be arrested and shipped back to face charges in Brasilia by the Brazilian court system. To be continued. Meantime, what's going on? We're having all kinds of state uh, of the state addresses yesterday, leading before Kathy Crimewave Hokum today was uh, half-in-the-bag Murphy. Murphy, who was, like, smashed when he gave his Christmas message from the governor's mansion in uh, Drum Thwackhead with his wife. His eyes were rolling in the back of the head. The guys are lush. The guys are drunk. Uh, and this was his address to all of you fools in Jersey who elected him for a second time over Citerelli. and By the way, he's term-limited out, thank God. But what did he have to say to the people of New Jersey? Knuckleheads, 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 knuckleheads. All right, enough of that. I don't know. You must be masochist there. Well, he's out. And he's already grooming his replacement, another graduate of Goldmine Sachs. First, you had Corzine, the CEO of Goldmine Sachs. He destroyed New Jersey. Then you have half of the bag, Murphy. He's destroyed New Jersey. People are fleeing as we speak. And now you're going to be stupid enough to elect the Jersey City Mayor, Fulop, who is a neighbor of our own, Nome Leyden, up in the heights of Jersey City. Of course, he doesn't live down in the hood. And he's already preparing to run for governor. And what are his credentials? Oh, I'm a graduate of Goldmine Sachs. You see, what we do is we take your money, we buy stocks for you. And just to make sure that if you lose, we don't lose, we short your stocks. And your people continue, like like lemmings, like gerbils, to continue to follow gold mine sacks. By the way, they're cutting 3,200 jobs. Uh, they removed the coffee. You don't get any more meals. You don't get any coffee if you work for gold mine sacks. They've set up offices in Florida, in Texas, as they are fleeing New York Wall Street and Little Wall Street, which is Exchange Place in Jersey City. And then, of course, Kathy Crimewave Holcomb is expected to give her a state-of-the-state state address or an inaugural address, and she promises she's going to be tough on crime. Ah, I'm going to take a stand on crime. Yeah, maybe you'll have McGruff the crime-fighting dog next year because you're not going to stand up. Uh, you're not going to stand up to the supermajorities in the Assembly and in the State Senate. Democrats who support criminals and not cops. You're just not going to do it. And Eric Adams yesterday said, no mas, no mas. He realizes 50% of the office buildings are empty. We're the slowest big city to recover after COVID. And so he wants to convert them into housing. He realizes uh, retail is not returning. White-collar businesses are not returning. They're fleeing. And then we had a whole line of retailers, like our own John Katsimatidis, who owns Gristini's, uh supermarket, saying, You got to do something about the shoplifting. You got to do something about shoplifting. It has become so systemic, you can't stay in business. And then we go back to the battle that I've waged with Eric Adams. And I want to salute Gnome Laden. He spent half the day on the telephone yesterday at City Hall, they were giving me the rope a dope. But first, the one the one area that Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, should go no moss, no moss and give up is dealing with rats. Uh because again he has shown no desire, no ability to deal with the ever growing rat problem in New York City.
1: I hate Rats. 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 I hate rats. I hate rats. I hate rats. I hate rats. Let me tell you how scared I am of rats. The rats may be listening. I'm terrified of rats. All of you are scared of rats too. I had a real rat infestation. Rats are everywhere. We were feeding rats. Those rats use it as perfume. Trust me, you got rats. We were creating an environment where rats felt comfortable. See one scurrying down the block. We want to get rid of rats. We're gonna kill rats. Kill some rats. I'm killing rats. Called me a murderer because I was killing rats. Kill rats. And you see a rat and say, okay, you guys failed. The guy blackmailed me. He said, I know you're scared of rats. Rats do not run the city. Rats don't run our city. You can be the rat's are Fighting crime, fighting inequality and fighting rats fighting rats if you're not scared of rats you are you are really you're my hero
2: yeah i should be his hero and remember lou i made the offer to be the rat czar, no pay uh, i know more about two-legged rats than four-legged rats
1: well first curtis yes i will take him up on his offer you know uh if he says he would be my rat czar for free Uh, I'm going to call him, and I would like for him to come on board to do it. Don't put it out there if you're not willing to uh, live up to it. If you're going to write a check, make sure you can cash it. So, yes, tell Curtis, come to be my rat czar, okay? And he's going to realize this is not a Tom and Jerry playful commercial here. This is real stuff. And so, yes, I look forward to him. I will make sure—Dawn— can we bring him on board? He could be part of our internship program because I know he's probably be looking for a job since he lost the job that he was trying to get. Uh, so, yes, thank you very much for giving me that information.
2: And for two days, we've been trying to hunt down Dawn. Our news director, Noam Layden, has been calling City Hall, calling City Hall, and they've been giving him the rope of dope to circle jerk treatment. We want to know, City Hall. Who Dawn is, the Dawn that I should report to, because I intend on working up the ladder if I got to intern my way up to becoming the official Ratsar of New York City.
0: Spectacular! Now, here's the Sin Wrap-Up.
2: morning i was uh, so repulsed by sid rosenberg this is the uh, sid rap that's why we don't let lou do it we don't let uh, macedonian phil or justin ellie do it because it would be sycophantic uh, it would not be relevant and it would not want to offend uh, sid rosenberg the peacock who is a narcissistic individual what did he say this morning, Lou, about his own mother, Naomi, who attracts more attention every week when she is on out of his many friends than anybody else? Me, O'Reilly, anybody else? Listen to what he said about his upcoming movie debut in the Gemini Lounge. Who, will he, who he
0: is going to invite and who he hasn't invited. Well, I got a big <laughs> VIP party Monday night with Jim Allen and the band that no one else was invited to first, and then the concert's Tuesday. No one's no invited? No it's just one? you two. I mean, it's just it's a very small, very, <laughs> no very small.
2: Now it's small. How yeah. small? Three?
0: Four? I invited the mayor, Eric Adams, but... um, He might go. Bo got upset. Oh, of course. He loves but, um, going on vacation. <laughs> oh, I should say. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did invite the mayor to my movie screening right away. And I was like, you haven't even invited your mother yet. You haven't even invited your mother to her own son's movie screening, and you're inviting the mayor?
2: Did you hear that, Lou? And I know you were revolted. Macedonia Phil was revolted. I can't believe that. Naomi, uh, I apologize. Your son has become a. has joined the cult of Eric Adams, he's drinking the Kool Aid. How he could throw you under the bus up there in the skills You birthed him. You dealt with everything. Who does that to their mother? I would never do that to my mother Francesca. Look, as much as I hate this Harry guy, he said, oh, my mother, I never thought the Princess Diana had died. I thought she was going to come for us. How could he do that?
0: Over the Gemini Lounge. Come on, this is Gemini Lounge. Yeah. Oh, that'll be the next one today now. I knew those guys and the Jew, Chris Rosenberg, and <laughs> aye, aye, aye. yeah, yeah, I did. And you know that,
2: Sid. Uh, your guy Bo didn't know all of them like I knew him. I grew up with them. Roy DeMeo, right? Roy DeMeo came over there right opposite South Shore High School, sat there at the mobile station, recruited them to steal cars for the chop shops and then to sell Kukina. Right? Who am I talking about? Chris Rosenberg. You should have played his part. He was the Jew. He acted like the adopted son of Roy DeMeo. Uh, Joey and Patty Tester. Patty who got blasted in the back of his chop shop there right off Foster Avenue. Joey Tester's doing triple life uh, without, without any formal patrol with Anthony Centaur. They were called the Gemini Twins. I taught them how to play stickball. You're damn right
0: I should be there. Oh, here comes Curtis Sleaver's show with 12. I love these people, too. They go, Curtis killed you today. Every day. I go, I don't care. (laughs) Curtis really killed you today. Like, who cares? Like, I love Curtis (laughs) Sleaver. I love him. He's a seal. He's a circus act. He's a seal. He's great. He's great for radio. That's what we need. I'm a seal.
2: Come feed me. Hey, Sid. It's right in Central Park. You can't go back to your house in the Rockaways because your pipes burst. you stay at some five-star top-shelf hotel somewhere in Manhattan with your family. Until months from now, your, uh, your house in the Rockaways may be fixed. Months from now, the curse, the curse of Eric Adams is upon you for giving loyalty to Eric Adams as opposed to courtesy when you call me a seal. Hey, feed me some mackerel. Could I hear that seal again, please? Feed be some mackerel, huh? Come on. Come on, Sid. I'm a seal, huh? I
0: mean, come on. The rat czar? <laughs> Walking around with feral cats? Calling me out? Come on. God bless him. I love him. I bring him on twice a week. I bring him on twice a week because he's entertaining, not because I take anything he says seriously. So don't bother sending me a text later. Oh, my God, Curtis just killed you. Of course he did. It's all he's got. It's all I got. I tell you something, Lou,
2: last night, my gorgeous wife, Nancy, at about 10 o'clock at night, she couldn't see. She's like like blind now. And yet she was hell-bent. She says, I got to go out there. I got to round up the feral cats. She knows she's the cat lady. She knows how to make the sound, and they come running to her. Huh? That's it? Well, guess what? Because you called me a SEAL, because you, you made fun of me and cats, and more importantly... You chose Eric Adams over your
0: own mother, Naomi. What kind of a son are you? So the guy says to me yesterday. He goes, "When Curtis is on, it's great radio. Like you and Curtis are clearly the most, the two most talented guys." Huh? Blah, blah blah. Okay, great. He goes, but don't kid yourself. Curtis slewa would stab you in the back. In one second, if, if, your, if, if something happened to you and your job was in jeopardy, it would take Curtis all of five let seconds. Me tell you, let me, let and I said, I said, oh, hold on a second. I said, I don't think that's the case. I, I think Curtis slewa who actually was one of the reasons why I'm back in New York, he lobbied for me back in 2016. I don't think Curtis would do that. He said, well, you're being naive and stupid. You are being naive <laughs> and stupid. Let me tell you something.
2: I would roll over you with a Sherman <laughs> tank and give you the best oh you 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 ever had. Oh my God! And when you write to me, I and Curtis, I need a letter for the parole board. I say, no problem, Sid. You are my, you were my very dear friend. Well, this friend.
0: is so disappointing. This is talk radio. What are you talking what are you about? You talk? thought we were friends, you and I? What? Because we're I like the mayor. We can't be friends. We're friends? We're not friends. This is war.
2: It is war. On behalf of his mother Naomi, you heard her son Sid. That's his number one guest every week. She gets more reviews than anybody else, said he would rather have Eric Adams at the opening party for Gemini Lounge than his own mother. I'm going to take you out for that, Sid, if it's the last thing I do.